Hey, let me ask you something. How are you showing up? I mean, how are you showing up for life and yourself right here, right now, at this moment in time? The key indicator of how you are going to ride through any chapter of your life is really dependent on how you show up, on how you respond and deal with life. So let's get into this. Hey my friends, welcome or welcome back. If this is the first time we're meeting, my name is Farzana. I am a life coach and a transformation teacher and I help people just like you navigate the process of change and personal development. So at this very moment, where's your head at? Like which headspace are you hanging out in? I mean predominantly. And like on a day-to-day -day basis, what's your operating system? Let's take a look. When you're in the calm and confident mindset, you keep feeding on calm and common sense and wisdom and having confidence in yourself. All right, so it's pretty clear that the calm and confident mindset and operating system is going to provide you a much smoother ride through the circumstance and situation of life than the fear and worry mindset, right? Now the fear and worry mindset might eventually get you to wherever you're going. The fear and worry mindset may get you through the situation. But what is the point if you're going to be experiencing life and getting to where you're going all frazzled and worn out from all of the stress? The poet Hafiz wrote, fear is the cheapest room in the house. When you're living constantly from a place of fear and needing to prove yourself, prove yourself to be good enough and worthy enough to be able to enjoy life and to be able to have all the good stuff in life, it becomes really, really tiresome, really, really stressful. It's really, really hard to succeed from an operating system of fear and worry, both on a personal level and also on a collective level. So the real challenge becomes not letting fear consume and take over your mind. Because what happens is when you are consumed, you become completely uptight, you're tense you're stressed, right? And when you're in that tense state, when your body is tight and your mind is tight, then you are literally blocking the flow of any love, any wisdom, any joy, and you're not letting any of the creativity and solutions flow through. So how do you know that you have slipped into victim mode? You know you're in victim mode when you are blaming, complaining, criticizing, um, comparing yourself to others, gossiping, and making excuses 
for why you can't move ahead, why you can't get stuff done, and why you're stuck, right? And it's easy how you could get stuck into those situations when things are getting tough. But again, it's just not a good strategy because as we all know, whenever you're blaming or complaining or criticizing or gossiping, it just doesn't feel good, right? And you don't really come up with solutions in that mindset. And hanging out in victim mode is just not fun, right? It's just a miserable, miserable place to be. You just need to get out of there ASAP. Change can come from our own desire to upgrade and up-level and evolve our lives, right? But sometimes change is thrust upon us from some external event or crisis like this pandemic. Challenges are our teachers. So we should always be embracing challenge because we know that challenge is always gonna lead us to learn new skills, to learn more about ourselves, and to just expand our life, right? It's important to take care of ourselves. It's our own responsibility to keep ourselves safe, sane, and healthy, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So what are you going to do to set yourself up for success on the other side of this collective pause on life as we know it? How will you use this time productively and positively? Hey, if you're getting value from this video, from the tips and techniques and practices being shared, I hope you'll subscribe to the channel and like the video because what that does is it tells YouTube to push this video and this channel to a larger audience so that even more people can benefit from the tips and techniques and the wisdom being shared. If you're not naturally a positive person, then choosing happiness on a daily basis from moment to moment is going to take a little effort, right? It's going to take some training. It's going to take some practicing. Life is constantly up and down. And if you are always going with whatever is happening in life, the peaks and downs, you're going to have a very roller coastery life, right? But really, you want to be able to stay equanimous. You want to be able that when life is going really, really well, you're happy. If life is not going so well, you're still happy. And that's the ideal situation. And you can train yourself to rewiring years upon years of bad habits and conditioning is going to take a little time. So be patient with yourself. Be kind with yourself. Be compassionate with yourself. And if you stumble and fall, just pick yourself right back up and keep going. Don't quit on yourself. Love yourself enough to not quit on yourself. If you do the mirror or journaling exercise, 
even in two weeks, you're going to start feeling some benefits. You're going to start feeling some changes. So just keep at it. It's if you keep practicing consistently without giving up, if you keep loving yourself, being kind with yourself, being gentle with yourself day after day as you start moving forward into a new way of being. Everybody wants happiness, right? So imagine that happiness is your most valuable possession and asset and that this happiness is something that you are not about to let go or trade in for anything. The more that we choose happiness, the more happiness we get to experience. Right, so the more that you connect with your vision, the more that you connect with your future self, the more that you commit to your future self, the more likely it is that you are going to bring this beautiful vision to life and actually live it. Each one of you, my friends, is more awesome than you even realize at this moment. So turn your magic on and allow yourself to live your happy at full capacity. Just be grateful because again, using that simple law of whatever you focus your attention on is what you're going to increase. And quite honestly, all of us want to increase the love. We want to increase the peace. We want to increase the abundance. And so it's quite simple. I mean, it's so simple, but so many of us forget to actually put it into practice, right? And as we talked about in last week's episode, you can have all of the knowledge in the world, but it doesn't actually mean anything or help you out. You don't get the benefits from it until you actually practice it. Seeing life through the eyes of gratitude makes you fall in love with life again. When you fall in love with life, life falls right back in love with you. And then life becomes joyous. Life becomes a dance instead of a fight, right? Life becomes a joyous experience. And that's the way it's actually really, really meant to be. Be present for people. Be present enough to notice someone's kindness, someone's generosity. Be grateful for your friends. Be grateful for the people who love you and share their life with you and are generous with you, who share their gifts and their wisdom with you. Be grateful for these things because have you noticed when you're not grateful then things start moving away from you, right? Because everyone, including yourself, loves to be appreciated, loves to be loved, loves to be noticed, and loves to be taken care of, loves to be nurtured, loves to be held, loves to know that we matter and that we are appreciated. Thank you for all of my subscribers. I love each and every single one of you and I'll see you down below in the comments.